there's a chance that nobody would probably ever, ever hear this. And because maybe because I've never shared my podcast and I'm okay with that. But sometimes you have to just talk um, when you're going through. And normally I'm the person that holds everything in because I am what you consider to be the quote unquote strong friend. Um, I am the go-to person for my family. I'm the go-to person for my friends. I'm the go-to person for coworkers. Um, I'm the go-to person for my community. So um, my I'm always tasked with, with dealing with issues from everybody. But it's always it's always hard when the strong friend needs a strong friend. Because who do we turn to? Who do we call? Who's going to fix our issues? Who's going to handle our problems? And and if you're like me, I don't really hand my problems off because I feel like it has to be done a certain way and I have a certain way of doing things. So I can't really hand off a task to anyone because if it's not done how I want it to be done, I'm going to go back and do it my way anyway. So I might as well just keep it. And that's the mentality that I have. And I'm not saying it's okay. That's just That's just who I am. So I, I struggle with, with being the strong friend and, and relinquishing that control that I have over not only my life, but everything that comes into my life, into my world. Um, I, I, I question when someone gives me too much attention, I question their intentions. Like, you know, yeah, they're, they're focusing on me, but what do they really want from me? Like, what do they want to get from me? Because I serious trust issues. I've always had them, probably always will have them just because of, you know, life and and what I've went through. So today I was sitting here and I was listening to um, a podcast of a good friend of mine, uh, Lauren Spearman, and the amazing Superman Bruce Franks was on and he he made a statement and he said, who fixes the fixer? And it hit and it 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 hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, who fixes the fixer? Like, who do I have that is going to fix me? Who would I allow to fix me? Who do I think is, is capable of fixing me? You know, like, who is my person? And I don't think, with all that I deal with, I don't think that what I go through every day, I can have it just be one person. So for me... I don't have that one person, not since I lost my sister. So I don't I don't have a quote unquote person. You know, I have people like my core people that I talk to and and each each one of my core people know certain things about what I'm going through. Um because I know I can't lay everything that I have going on on just one person because it's just too heavy. And people have the misconception of of life that just because I carry it well, that don't mean it ain't heavy. Because I deal with a lot. I deal with a lot. Just being being married, being in an interracial marriage, having a child away at college during COVID, having two children in private school, one who is all black, who is herself dealing with racial issues. You know, I, I deal with bills. I deal with the loss of my mom that I cannot seem to wrap my head around because when my mama left her, I was mad at her. 
And if you are angry with someone, I promise you, the worst thing that can happen is for them to leave here and you are mad at them. I deal with the loss of my sister because I, I don't understand. Out of all the people he could have taken on this planet, why her? You know, why Why her? So it's hard for me to deal with. And, and that's, just, that's just me dealing with the right now. I still got trauma from, from being a, a little kid that I don't have the ability to deal with right now because it's just too much. I cannot explain how hard it is to try to be a wife, a mom, and a friend when you're still trying to heal from the stuff you went through when you were a kid. Like, it's hard. I can't even, I can't explain, you know, just how hard it is. But it is. But in all things, I still, I'm still happy I wouldn't even say happy. I'm grateful for what I did go through. Because all the struggle growing up, all the sacrifices, all 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 the crap of learning, you know, that I can survive off a mayonnaise sandwich. I can survive off a syrup sandwich. You know, I know that, you know, I, I know that I can lay my clothes out in front of a, a oven and let them dry overnight because we didn't have no dryer. You know, I know I, I, I can tell you the, the I can't I can't even just my mama would send us to the store with her food stamps. We would have to get a seven dollar book of food stamps and break it down and spend a dollar out of 50 cents out of each dollar so we can have bus fare for her to get to work. You know, I can tell you the struggle. But all that I went through, everything I went through as a kid, all the struggles, all the trials, all all the things that I thought were the worst or what's keeping me today during the pandemic. All those things that I learned growing up that I thought were the worst things in the world, those were survival techniques. You know, I was learning how to survive. I didn't even know it. So that's why I say to people, being in this pandemic right now, I got this. Because I was in a pandemic when I was seven. You know, I was in a pandemic living on, on, on Hamilton, you know, back, back on the west side back in the day. So I can, 2020, this ain't going to shake me. It, I can't let it shake me. And if I don't, if, if I can just give you one piece of advice just in life. And I've learned this with jobs. I've learned this with relationships. I've, I've learned this just, just. In, in my my when I was overweight and never allow yourself to become comfortable with being uncomfortable. Now, and I, I want to say it again because I want you to grasp what I'm saying. Never allow yourself to become comfortable with being uncomfortable because we have often me me as 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 a mom as a wife as a sister as a friend. Often I have been so uncomfortable in a situation, but I kept going. You understand? Even though I was uncomfortable, I stayed in a relationship that I knew was not for me because I allowed myself to become comfortable with being uncomfortable. And I will never do it again. I walked away from a six-figure job 
because I was uncomfortable and it was affecting my mental. It was affecting my ability to be a, a great parent and a great wife and a great friend. It wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth it. No amount of money was worth my happiness. And people thought I was crazy. But one thing I know, and my friend always tell me, is we talk about this all the time, is that God won't have me out here looking crazy. He just won't do it. He's never done it. He will never have me out here looking crazy. So even though I left a job making well over six figures, I'm okay. I'm okay today. And I'll be okay tomorrow. So if I could encourage you just to just remove negativity, stop letting people put in your head to match energy. That's the dumbest thing I have ever heard in my life. I match energy. Why? Why? If this person is miserable, why would you want to match their energy? Why? If they're negative, why would you want to bring yourself down to be negative with them? It makes absolutely no sense. That's like saying fighting fire with fire. It doesn't make sense. Or people say, uh, child, you better fake it till you make it. You'll never make it. You will never make it. All those cliches you hear, do not allow that to sink into your mind. That I fake it till I make it, girl. Honey, I'm no, no. You'll never make it because you're being fake. It's not real. You won't progress. Fakeness doesn't progress. It just doesn't. It never has and it never will. That's that's it. This this is the talk. This isn't some some fancy churched up typed out scheduled recording. This is just what was on my mind today. I'm 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 not the professional uh, eloquent speaker that's on stage with a mic. This is just me. This is just Terry giving y'all the real. And I know sometimes it seems hard. You ain't got to tell me. People look at my right now and they have no idea what I went through. I can write a book about it. Don't look at, don't look at chapter 42. Because chapter 29 was a motherfucker. And it almost took me out of here. Chapter 30, being pregnant with a seven-year-old walking into the doors of a domestic violence shelter. After I had just hired, I had a house built from the ground. I drove a brand new charger off the showroom floor. I had fed, housed, and clothed people that wouldn't even let me stay in their couch. Understand that. I had fed, housed, and clothed people. That turned their back on me. I bought cars for people. They wouldn't even give me a ride to the shelter. So when I tell you I've been there, I I I don't tell you I I don't I don't sugarcoat my life. I don't I don't make it seem like I'm living this high life, this fancy life. This is why I'm always true to what the hell I went through because I want you to see. Just because you're in this in a situation right now, it gets greater later. It don't last always. It just don't. If you would have told me when I walked into the doors of the shelter that I would be living in a five-bedroom, two-and-a-half-bath, 3,000-square-foot house with a BMW sitting in my driveway, I would have told you you were a liar. 
because I had a Ford contour and the tires were so bald that the metal was sticking out of the side of it. I was buying tires off 70 and Goodfellow for $20. So had you have told me back then that I would be okay today, I wouldn't have believed you. I, I would, you couldn't have told me that. Because I say I was robbing Peter to pay Paul. I was robbing Peter to pay Paul and about to rob Paul back because I ain't got it. That's real for That's real talk for you. I ain't got it. But doing all that I've ever, ever went through my life, I have always, always been the strong friend. I was in the shelter writing resumes. I was in the shelter conducting interviews, mock interviews for the women in the shelter. I was in the shelter giving them clothes to work to interviews. I have always been that person because I always wanted to be the person that I needed when I was going through. That's, that, that, that's who I was. Even though I was at my lowest of lowest, me at my lowest of lowest, I was still able to be that person that I needed to somebody else. That's the podcast. That's the story. That's the truth. Don't allow yourself to become comfortable being uncomfortable. You're worth more than that. Don't stay where you're not wanted. Do better. If this job and appreciate you, and you come in and you busting your ass for them, walk away. Get something else. It's not for you. It's not worth it. If that man ain't appreciating you or that woman ain't valuing you, walk away. Because there's somebody else who will. I promise you that. I say it all the time. My ex, my ex. Dropped a dime and my husband picked it up. And I'm standing on it. I'm standing on it. Don't allow yourself to be unhappy just because this, this is what this is what you know. Nah. There's so much more out here. There is so much more out here. And I promise you, all you gotta do is reach for it. If you take one step, You'll take two. After you take two, you're going to take four and five. Because now you understand that moving forward is, is, is the only way you get out of the situation. You can't, you can't stay stagnant. You can't just stand still and expect things to change. Because I promise you, nothing changes if nothing changes. If you don't change anything, nothing will change. That's the truth. That's some real talk for you.